everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Hello. Hi, gang. I hope everyone is feeling refreshed and replenished and raring to go after what was a very, very fun weekend with everyone. Um, Emma and I probably should just start by saying thank you for the the 40 people who who actually managed to come. And there were some of you who got coaches at one o'clock in the morning from up north, which is just mad. But some of you who ended up taking two trains, two buses and (laughs) two Ubers to get there. Um, And of course, we know with the cost of living crisis and just also like the logistical nightmare that it was with the trains being cancelled, how much effort you guys went to um, and how much we appreciate it and how worth it you made it because it was just such a great day. It was so great to finally meet so many of you. It was so great to watch you meet each other and clearly have a lot of fun together. Um, Emma and I were talking both before um, and after the meetup saying, you know, how do we want this to go? Do we want it to be really professional? Do we want to do like a really like professional kind of stand up, mic'd up talk? Do we want to do something a lot more social? Should we, you know, should we do a sit down lunch? We didn't really know what was, what was the right thing to do, but it actually felt like the best setting and the best thing we could have done. Um, And I'm just really, really excited and grateful that we have such an amazing, such amazing clients. Yeah. And it was even more amazing in real life, I think. Like, it was so nice to meet everyone. And obviously, we will be doing this again. We know that a lot of people couldn't make it. Um, I'm kind of glad that we didn't get 80, because that would have been absolutely wild in there. Um, but How yeah. on earth? We would have had to use that whole back bit, which wouldn't have been fun. No. No. It would have been too much. But next time, so we are going to get some feedback and see what you guys would want the next time. If you'd want it to start with some talks and then go social, or if you just wanted the social side. Anyway, yeah, it was very, very good. Yes, we loved it. Um, Okay, anything on the live? Yes. Okay. Helen, hi both. If we're making up our own upper slash lower body workouts, is there specific, is, is there anything specific we should be aiming for? With legs, I was thinking some sort of squat, uh, lunge deadlift glute bridge combo with upper would it be okay just to pick four or five different exercises guessing to aim for bicep tricep shoulder back and do three to four sets however many reps I can do then maybe switch up every four weeks is it okay to include things like clean and press or are they more or are more static exercises better um I would I mean I would question why you're like we've written you workouts that will hit every single muscle group that will hit like uh over the full week that are there with specific rep ranges to make sure that you're maximizing a hypertrophy response you're building as much muscle as possible but you're not overstimulating the muscle like in all honesty what you're asking is how to program which is kind of what you learn as a personal trainer that's more than a quick answer on a live but that's what we've done for you if you want the best results I would 100% stick to the workouts that we've given you and the rep ranges that are within those workouts yeah 
the first thing I thought was, oh, this is a hefty question with the hefty answers. And there's multiple different ways that you can program a workout, be it upper body, lower body, full body. But every single answer I'm going to give you is uh, a learned and educated response. And it's going to take me a while to talk you through the, <laughs> to talk you through all the different muscle groups and how you can hit them in one workout um, by doing certain things. I yeah, I would rather that I'd rather that unless you are qualified and experienced that you don't program your own workouts because it's but that's why well, right? We've done it yeah. for the whole re the whole you're asking the question because because you don't know and and in order to, this sounds really in a way rude and I'm not trying for it to be at all but in order for us to give you the answer we would have to probably sit down for an hour or two with you and give you a bit of a, a lesson on how to do it and it's just a not not something we're going to do on live and b kind of the reason why you hire coaches yeah and it's fully dependent on well so many things but like what is your goal what are your time restraints how many times can you train a week what equipment do you have do you have any injuries like all of these things but realistically we've already done that for you so I would stick to the workouts if there's anything that you need to swap out or that you're unsure of just message us and let us know yeah um she also says what muscle groups do kettlebell swings work kettlebell swings are a, a full fully comprehensive compound movement so you're really going to be working your quads hamstrings glutes back shoulders chest a little bit that's one thing that you missed out by the way when you were listing oh I suppose if I'm doing upper body I should do bicep tricep shoulder back and chest as well I might, uh, when you did, take into account total volume that you would need over the court what she did say chest oh she did I, sorry I, 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 um, when you take into account total volume that you would need over the course of the week and training frequency well <laughs> split into training training frequency is a subcategory of volume per week basically there's actually really interesting studies on they just did one on um the same volume split over three sessions per week versus the same volume split over two sessions per week and two sessions is shown to be optimal per muscle group right so then you would think okay so i need to train every muscle group in my body twice per week at x volume to achieve the kind of optimal hypertrophy response that i would be aiming for um and this is where this is where real coaching comes into it and and you know like i said the education comes into it it's then up to us to figure out okay how are we going to hit these muscle groups enough so that even if you're only doing three sessions a week instead of five or six you're walking away having had the most optimal volume um hit your body for your goals and like I say, I don't know if you say how many sessions per week you could do, but I know with my one-to-ones, how I program them entirely depends on how many sessions a week they can do. So they will get completely different workouts if they're working out three days a week than they will if they're working out five days a week, because you have to program for that free, like I say, frequency is a subcategory of training, uh, volume, sorry. So you really, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's quite, a, like I say, a hefty response to, to that question. Why do you think it was two per week? Do you think it was a recovery thing? I think it was a recovery thing. There's no other one. If it's, if, huh? In men. It was in men. And right. it was, actually, no, it wasn't. That's a complete lie. It was in resistance trained individuals. So they were already um, trained. They weren't newbies to training. And it was a split group of men and women, or I should say a mixed group of men and women. The exact the volume was matched and it was split three sessions um, per muscle group, I should say, per muscle group per week. V two sessions per muscle group per week. 
and the, the discrepancy isn't significant enough in a, in a scientific sense. Um, but it, it was significant to me, having looked at it, you're talking, you know, a 10% um, versus 16% um, effectiveness. So, I mean, I, it's interesting and it doesn't really make too much sense, but as Emma said, the only thing I can really put it down to would be recovery. I think either recovery or maximal stimulation. So if you're equating the volume, that means say it was, I don't know how many press-ups you're doing or something, just to keep it simple. Like if you were spreading out the 40 press-ups that you do per week into, man, I picked a bad number. Let's go <laughs> 30 press-ups that you do per week into three sessions, you'd only do 10 each session, right? Mm -hmm. This might get you nowhere near maximal stimulation. Like you might not have saturated the response on that muscle. Whereas if you split it into two sessions and you're getting the equivalent of like 15 press-ups, mm. just using that as a proxy, obviously it'd be more than that. But like, let's say three sets of 15 press-ups or three sets of 10 press-ups, you might be recruiting more of the bigger muscle fibers because you're reaching failure versus if you're not reaching failure. So you're not maximally stimulating that protein synthesis response if you split the volume too much. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I think if you, I'll go, do you know what I'll do? I'll put the link to the summary of it in the group and people can read it and come, uh, come up with their conclusions. But let me, I'll just have a quick look now and see if they allude. To and I'd be um, interested uh, to know if there were gender differences because normally women recover quicker than men. And I wonder if you get away with three sessions per week versus two. Um, I'm just reading it. Sorry, I'm going to keep going through the questions. I'm just finding it now. Um, okay, what else do we have? Oh no, I've lost the questions. Classic. Oh no, there's a YouTube about to... Oh no, okay, it's fine. <laughs> uh okay right next question um i think the next c method should be a gym session meet up and then food can't do it unfortunately with that many people we've no you can't do it with that many people but can't. we could do we could do like um we could do like a display or like a form i should say a form gym session emma could show you guys upper body i could show you guys lower body um and we can then we could take questions off the back and again we could continue to like perform <laughs> performing monkeys we would continue to perform based on your questions and da, 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 but we definitely couldn't take that many people through a gym workout like there's a reason why those big group workouts are usually well they're in a they're in a class in a studio away from all the weights yeah yeah okay um liz morning clamor emma i'm really interested in the exercise study you posted about yesterday re longevity of life what did the study regard as quote unquote exercise is walking enough enough or is there a heart rate to hit for it to be classed as exercise? It wasn't walking, it was exercise. And I can't remember exactly how they defined exercise. Um, but this was also like a huge um, observational study. So it, one of my favorite studies, it's called the Harvard alumni study and they they, they watch what happens to men unfortunately it was just men who graduated Harvard and I think they do like follow-ups every year so as they age they watch their behaviors I can't remember the exact numbers of participants there were seeing if I can find it I want to say it's something close to to like 
mm, like 17,000 or something. So like it's big data, which is why it's quite interesting because then you can see trends in this stuff. Like for example, probably the study that we just spoke about that Chloe was talking about, it's interesting, but I imagine the, the sample size was less than 50 because you need that controlled element to it. It's very hard to control for that. Whereas when you're doing an observational study, you can have more data but you have less control. So you're just kind of observing people's behaviors and drawing like conclusions based on the behaviors they are partaking in. But anyway, yeah, this showed that through some statistical analysis that you are giving yourself years on your life by exercising. Um, um, I have this up now, I'm just rereading it now. Um, Okay, here we go. So this is the summary. Uh, duh, 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 duh. <clears throat> right, so they had two days a week, um, each muscle group, a two days a week group. So each muscle group was trained two days a week and the three days a week group, each muscle group was, was trained three days a week. Three days a week group, they did three uh, up uh, total bodies every other day. And in the two days a week per muscle group, they did a lower body, upper body, off, lower body, upper body. So that's how they did that. Every, every, both groups matched volume. So uh, the two days a week did six sets. Um, and over the course of the week, they totaled 12 total sets. And the three day a week did four sets. And over the course of the week, totaled 12 sets. Um, total volume was completely matched at the end of each week. Um, the researchers measured muscle thickness at the beginning of the study and at the end of the 10-week pro training program. B-mode ultrasound was used to measure the changes in upper body, lower body, specifically biceps, triceps, quadriceps. Um, in addition to these physique-related variables, the researchers also tested subjects' maximal strength on bench press and Smith squat. For both groups, muscle thickness increased significantly in triceps and quadriceps, less so the biceps. This figure summarizes the changes in muscle thickness for the muscle groups assessed. So basically, biceps, uh, muscle thickness increased by 7% in the two times a week and 2% in the three days a week, by 16% in two days a week and 9% in three days a week, 15% in two days a week and 10% in three days a week. Um, yeah, however, da, 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 da. yeah, I personally think it's about recovery. Yeah, I think it's less so about what, training stimulus was it, and more about it, recovery. Men and women. Yeah, it's mixed groups. Uh, um, I do. I. I. I having having reread it, guys. I'm still of the opinion that it's recovery. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. Do you think? Oh, I don't. We need yeah. another study, guys. <laughs> it's interesting to see if there was a difference in the male and female, but like how many people were in that? Do you know what else I wonder? Yeah, it, it won't have been a lot. You're right. Um, do, uh, do you know what else I wonder? Is that if you're doing a total body session, you are going to find that your total body will fatigue a lot more towards the end than if you're doing a session of specifically like three upper body and three lower body exercises. I mean, it, it, the versus like we were just talking about kettlebell swings, for example, if you had three sets of 20 kettlebell swings in there and then you were to move on and go and do a, I don't know, lateral right or front raise, it would be really, really tough. Whereas if you're breaking up your sets, your, uh, your exercises per set, 
to be a lot more targeted per muscle specific, you're going to find it a lot easier to get to the end of the session having executed every exercise with what you would deem your 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of the exercises I'll put into a, a full body workout will be big, big compound lifts together in one workout. Whereas when you're splitting it- That would have been matched. Huh? That would have been matched. They can't just run, like if they put different exercises in each person's plan. But if I do a total body workout, so I will absolutely find that by the end of it, I'm in, I'm a lot more fatigued than I do if I go and I just do an upper body specific workout. Without a doubt, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I wonder if that's got something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. If the ability to reach failure was damp, like true, true failure was maybe dampened by the fact that they were doing so much for I don't know so much full body but then I look at some of some of the it totally depends so like like we say how often none of this is actually remotely relevant for you guys at all but just it's just another thing to consider as Emma mentioned injury and you know goal specificity it's just another thing to consider you know how many sessions a week can you do um you know what workouts do your bio like what exercises do your biomechanics really struggle with like we talk about women really struggling with squats historically anecdotally as pts something that we've both noticed and you know i know for, for me as a pt if my client couldn't get it after four weeks of me really trying i would often just be like all right we're going to keep trying this every x amount of sessions but for the time being we're going to hit the leg press instead um and these are all things you have to consider mm. also so i did a post yesterday because i was like do you know what recently i've been traveling every single weekend I've had so much work on like every single hour of my day blocked out with something yeah and training has been like priority zero right but I, I mean I still went I would say like on average five times a week so like I'd still go but I'd like go and just show up do like 30 minutes and then leave and be like right tick that box which is fine for a period of time but I said like over the next 30 days I'm gonna like knuckle down a bit and actually put that as a higher priority and I know that I show up better when I've actually trained properly and when I'm yeah. feeling like the amount of meals that this is bad as well like do as I say not as I do but the amount of meals I've just skipped and had a protein bar and a piece of fruit like it's not like proper nutrition so you can quote unquote get away with it but it's certainly not optimal and if you want to feel your best then you have to make sure that you're doing the things that you know will make you feel your best so yeah. it's just like a bit of action for myself and I'd mentioned that about the 30 minute workouts and someone had been like oh I thought you'd said 30 minutes was absolutely enough and this is the thing that I like I want to make a point about is that it's all relative. If you want incredible physique results and if you like really care about that stuff, will you have to spend more than 30 minutes in the gym? Yes, most likely you will, especially 30 minutes in between like writing a tweet or, you know, like replying to things on Instagram. Like it's they're certainly not focused sessions in the way that I would like them to be. So if you were very inactive or like if you're just starting the gym, is that more than enough to get your results? yes is it enough to get you the best possible results no so there's this huge spectrum it's like it's certainly better than doing nothing and I'm certainly in far better shape than if I just thought like I've essentially been quote unquote sailing right I'm like I'll tick the boxes but with not that much intent because it wasn't highest on my priorities and now I've got a little bit more time and I'm not going to be traveling over the next couple of weeks I'm like okay now's time to row again or like focus again a little bit but yeah. if you looked at what I do, you might be like, oh, that already seems like quite a lot. And it depends like where your starting point is and where your goals are. If yeah. you want to get in like reasonably good shape, you could train for 
20 30 minutes three times a week you would be absolutely like you could get in reasonably good shape if you want to get in absolutely incredible shape well you need to do more than that like yes you certainly will yeah and also just to add to that obviously emma's all been training since she was a teenager she's in incredible physique shape and that is the result of her having years and years and years and years of training under her belt so a half hour session would a half hour session be completely adequate and sufficient for emma to maintain or even potentially over time progress her physique results yes is that true if you're you know six months into training and absolutely gunning to have shoulders like <laughs> boulders <laughs> no probably not well actually ironically yes for shoulders because that's probably the quickest session you'll ever have but um but no not until you know what I mean um in terms of having yeah, shoulders movement. fatigue so quickly like yeah. I don't think I've ever <laughs> yeah. like three exercises 25 minutes done um but no and that's actually fair to say as well again back to that first question knowing when a client is like I've got 25 minutes in the gym what can I do knowing what to tell them to do again is like very learned um but I have never ever programmed or done a leg workout that's hit all my muscle groups sufficiently in 30 minutes in my life I think the best I've ever managed to scrape by in was 45 minutes and that's in a rush and as you say that again is like probably suboptimal training because I know it sounds so bro but you're, if your head isn't in it and you're not really focused on the lift and you know the sets the reps every rep fucking counts you are going to have a suboptimal session. And if you go in there with an hour and you're like every fucking rep counts and like, you know, that, and I, I remember how so I started lifting and training, you know, when, how, how many years ago now when I was 25 and it wasn't until I had a photo shoot like two years later, that was really specifically about muscle mass. It was my weights for women app. <laughs> Sorry, just laughing because it was weight four, numerical four women. Anyway, um, and I knew I had like six months and I knew that I had to get some fucking muscle to do this promotional shoot. And I went in the gym six days a week and trained like a fucking beast. And oh my God, the results in that six month period were far superior to the two years previous where I'd been in the gym six days a week lifting, but not lifting to that with that intent. So that was a big learning lesson for me and something I'm passing on to all of you. Every fucking rep counts. Grow, grow, grow. <laughs> yeah, intensity makes a huge difference. Like the same workout given to two people, depending on what they deem as like lifting heavy will look significantly different. That's why when people are like, this is a beginner's workout versus this is an advanced workout. I get some of it, like like you were saying about squat, like if someone doesn't know how to squat, I certainly wouldn't have them squatting heavy, I'd put them on the leg press, right? So that might be deemed like a beginner's workout. But realistically, the exercise choices that you make probably aren't gonna be that different. And a beginner's work or the same workout for a beginner or an experienced person probably shouldn't look that different. It's just that you can lift a lot heavier and you can push yourself a bit more. Yeah. Um, but all this stuff, like, I find this topic quite hard because it's so nuanced and part of the message I want to give across like like a career long message is that doing any kind of exercise is good right so if this is putting you off and you're like oh I don't want to go into the gym and lift as heavy as possible that sounds a bit scary and daunting and that's actually putting me off going know that you will get a huge 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 benefit from just going in and actually not even doing that much and staying relatively within your comfort zone but what we're talking about is like extreme physique results 
it's like the difference between being like this is how much training you'd need to do to run the race for life 5k versus this is how much training you need to run a marathon within a, you know, like under three hours or something like yeah it's a huge difference so it might look like similar on the surface like we're talking about the gym or you're talking about going for a run but the amount that you have to put in varies depending on the results that you expect and you can get incredible results from very little but will you get like maximal physique results no that's a really really good comparison to draw couch to 5k the training for a marathon two completely different it's the same modality of training completely different levels of effort and time required love that okay Steph hi Clemma I can't say oh sorry I can't stay for the live sadly but I wanted to pop on and say a huge thank you for organizing the meetup at the weekend it was perfect in every way I had the most amazing time met so many fabulous people and haven't stopped chatting to them for the rest of the weekend on Instagram oh I already can't wait for the next one and hopefully I get the chance to speak to you both properly too next time thank you so much lovelies oh I know I have to say I was talking to a few of you on um, Instagram as well yesterday and first of all I am it was like a wedding like you know when you have there's so many people to talk to and you have to kind of go around and like really try and like cover everyone um but there's definitely some of you who I would have loved to have sat down and spoken to a lot more than I did it's so weird how quickly the four hours went it feels like it was an hour and a half um honestly like and and there's so many of you Steph you included and Kerry who I didn't really just get to like sit down and talk to um because there were so many people there were so many people to say hi to and to say thank you for coming to um but it was again like I say like it it's okay because everyone else had so much to say to each other that it was just it was such a good vibe honestly but if I didn't get a chance to sit down and talk to anyone for longer than you know 10 seconds I'm really sorry but we will be doing this like we say every three or four months so our time will come guys also so Ollie said we should do a spirit class not that keen but Debbie's had a genius idea a walking train that would be lovely actually an EC method walk in train yeah in train (laughs) in single file going like this I would love that I would know I would I genuinely think that's a fucking brilliant idea plus we wouldn't have to hire a venue we could just plot out on route like coffee stops huh yeah sorry there's 80 people coming into this coffee shop Well, no. So, for example, in London, if you were to start on like Hampstead Heath, you could genuinely over the course of X amount of hours go through every single park in London and never come out of Greenland. Or maybe if you do come out of Greenland to like cross a road once or something, like all of them are kind of connected. Um, And we and they all have like obviously little kiosks in the parks with like, you know, coffee stands and donut stands. I mean, I don't think donuts are appropriate for an easy method walking me up, but the coffee certainly is. Plus, we need something a bit to sober us up after last time. <laughs> that would be fun. It would be great. That's a good idea. We should think about that. Yeah. Okay. Would suck if it rained, but hey. Right, <laughs> Emma. Morning. Right, accountability time. It was my birthday last week. Happy birthday. And someone bought me three large Toblerones. One person bought you three large three? Toblerones. Why would you buy someone three? The novelty's gone after one. Then it's just stressful. <laughs> you, yeah, you've saturated the benefit of the Toblerone. Jeez. Do I, A, eat a bit once in a while, B, eat loads at once to get it out of the way, C, throw it in the bin? I feel like I can't get back 
to being on track whilst three toe-blowings in my life help? Right, I've got a tip for you. I've one, got the answer too. You go first. <laughs> only having one Toblerone and and I would do A, eat a little bit once in a while when you feel like it with a nice cup of tea after dinner or something would be nice, right? And the other two are being re-gifted for Christmas. Yes. Right, exactly. It's about to be Christmas. Re-gift the giant Toblerones. I feel like it's less of like something you can give to a family member unless it's like an addition to the card. But it's definitely something you can give to a colleague, a big bar of Toblerone. So re-gift. And yeah, I like the idea of like, it could be, we, we like end of end of day routines. And I also am a really big fan on having like the, the quote unquote treat thing you want at the end of the day once all the boxes are ticked. So it could be a really nice end of day routine if you really like chocolate and Toblerone to sit down with, yeah, a hot drink and a triangle. I nearly said square. <laughs> oh, how rude of it. So sit down with a triangle of Toblerone and enjoy it. And yeah. What's the, what are the bits in it? Nougat. <laughs> Is it? What, tiny little specks of it? Tiny specks of nougat. <laughs> oh. That's really weird, by the way, that someone would give you three. So, I mean, that I would question genuinely if this person knew that I was like starting a new health and fitness plan or diet and exercise plan like are you trying to sabotage me and I know that's a bit weird but like three is excessive yeah yeah I can't understand why it would do that kind of offload all of their sugar Unless they'd been gifted five <laughs> they were really gifting them I don't know okay Jenny have you ever thought about or would you ever consider having an option with program training session with no coaching check and accountability, blah, blah, blah. I can't commit to the next round. And in all honesty, I don't need the coaching. I just need the stress of programming sessions taken off my plate. This would be amazing. No, not. Get, get my transform your body with weights book and follow the advanced thing I mean I know Emma was just saying like I don't really understand like beginner intermediate advanced and I completely agree in the sense that the workouts will match your level based on how much you're lifting um your intensity your volume um but basically in a nutshell the beginner the beginners people who've never lifted before is taking you through a lot of the exercises body weight so like a squat a standing squat intermediate is now then adding a weight onto it so like I don't know a goblet squat and then advanced is like now you're going to do a back squat and we're gonna you know but weight is always always client specific dependent like you you never ever tell anyone how much to lift um but follow the advanced section and you know lift the weights that you're you're capable of lifting I'm really proud of that book and I programmed it especially the advanced section I programmed it with optimal hypertrophy in mind so Problem solved. Got it. Okay. Um, uh, 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 uh. Samantha. Hi, Clemmer. So jelly about the meetup and I'm looking forward to seeing you in Sydney. Jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when are we going to Sydney? Um, my question is, I have COVID. Oh, and it's really wiped me out. I'm exhausted and I'm and sleeping hours each day. I just have to surrender to that at the moment, but have also fallen in the effort bucket with my food. Any tips on getting that back on track when I'm exhausted and not trying and not trying my food and move, oh, sorry, not tying my food and movement together. Thank you. P.S. Signed up for accountability Christmas. You guys are legend and the EC method rocks. This happened to me when I got COVID. 
weirdly, I did not practice what I preach as a coach. And I just, I think I managed it for a couple of days and I just fell in the bucket bucket. It was really weird. It wasn't like you, I wasn't eating a lot, like, because I didn't feel great. But when I did eat, I was eating absolutely the wrong things. It's very odd and not very like me. Um, it's, I think it's quite normal when you're feeling ill that you kind of do feel a bit sorry for yourself and think, fuck it, you can't do X. You, I, you can't do walking you can't do workouts so why are you going to stick to your diet it's really normal but I will tell you this as someone that did it I was ill with COVID for about two weeks and I was pretty lean pretty pretty lean when I got it and man alive in two weeks did I lose it like I so I would just say heat this morning you will go backwards fast so don't do it um what I would say is look take a step back take a deep breath and think of it like this you can't do your workouts and it sounds to me like you're pretty flawed so you shouldn't be doing your walks either right now and say to yourself I'm not well I need to be giving my body the optimal fuel to feel better to recover and that is going to be your kind of quote-unquote healthy slash nutritious food options and what I think will come and that doesn't necessarily mean that those options will be low calorie but what tends to come as a result of you being food conscious and health conscious is that you do then fall into being aware of how much you're eating portion sizes calorie because you're food aware you're present in the moment with it um and actually look at it from a health point of view and we were saying this to Sarah Lynn Emma said it to her I've said it to her and we talked about it at the talk you know taking away that quote-unquote goal at the end of it and actually just being health conscious more often than not will lead you to hit that goal without any of that pressure and when you're poorly or you're getting all in your own head about it that's a very good self-coaching tactic could not agree more and I think it's really hard because I totally get the headspace of if you're like if I can't go to the gym and I can't go get my steps and I also can't bother with nutrition like it all sort of parcels in together but when you think about that in a logical way it makes absolutely no sense you're like I can't do two of the three things that I really want to do so actually it makes that one thing that I can do even more important like I can't stimulate muscle protein synthesis via exercise but what I can do is do it via nutrition so making sure I get enough protein so it, as much as it is harder and you will be very tired, also it's a short-ish period of time. Hopefully within a couple of days, you'll start to feel better again. And I guess try and like trust that, be like, okay, do you know what? Like it's only going to be a few days. Like the only way is through and this time is going to pass anyway. May as well be fueling my body because the only way you're going to speed that up is by making sure you're giving your body like healthy, nutritious food rather than what you probably want, which is just like buttered toast all the time. Like, can you get some fruit and veg in there as well? And also write a plan out so much. What? what did you say? Write a plan. Oh yeah, always. And because the thing is, you'll only follow it for like the first two or three days and then you're and then it's automated. Like it's, it's just such a good tip. Sit down with a pen and paper and write out what you're gonna do. Um speaking of COVID, can we can somebody watching, because I'm sure one of our EC method clients, if not you know, half of our EC Method clients is watching I'm a Celebrity get me out of here, which just finished. Can somebody explain to me how Matt Hancock ended up in the final? I just, I can't, I cannot get my head around it. And I, and I'm really pro forgiveness for the record. And I think you all know I'm anti-cancel culture and pro forgiveness because we're all human. We all make mistakes. And, you know, even if we're not making them front and center, we all have a shadow self that would quite like to make them. So no judgment, forgiveness. I'm still completely perplexed as to how Matt fucking Hancock made it into the final. It is mad. I only, I, I didn't watch it, but I saw one clip of him and it was almost like, 
like he did something awful right and he he should just own up and be like that was an awful thing to do and he didn't yeah that's what i mean not once has he been like i really fucked up and i'm so fucking sorry like that's real apology and i love it when like like will smith came and was like i'm so sorry i I can't believe i did that i'm such an idiot like i'm so sorry for like all the pain i caused everyone involved and everyone watching like I'm so that's a real apology he never did that and again I am like I don't particularly I'm not angry at Matt Hancock I don't care but I'm also like I still don't quite understand I don't understand anyway I thought nobody yeah I don't know maybe people kept him in for like lols I mean he was like the ultimate like oh my god Oh, everything anyway and it's not I'm not overly invested because of Mike <laughs> slightly I mean but at the same time I'm still just mega confused by it yeah anyway okay okay I'll I'm sure comments will come but if I go yeah down- I want to know what people think if people are like I think it's because of this like talent to explain it um <laughs> Carrie's just been uh <laughs> just, just written Matt handjob yeah, Matt. <laughs> That's what you call him. Very mature. Um, personally, I think a lot of people in brackets gen pop don't follow, understand, or care about politics, and they just saw him just as a celeb. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, I watched, and I guess because he was entering TV, and because of that, they wanted to keep him in until the end, but didn't want him to win, hence why he came third. Entertaining TV. Yeah, I think that might be it as well, actually. If it helps, 77% of, what? Oh, I think that message just disappeared. That was really, okay, right. I'm going to go back to where I was. Ollie, thank you so much for organizing the meetup. It was perfect. That's all down to Chloe. Well done. Is it bad that I have long breaks between sets, typically one to two minutes? Bonus is I walk around between sets normally, do one and a half miles between sets. Totally fine. If anything, probably a good thing. Yeah, I think it's it's dependent on the person and what level they're at. And it's also dependent on the exercise. So like after a back squat, you are resting for two minutes. (laughs) After like a front raise, yeah. I mean, it's fine like it, it, think of the exercise and I think of your level because obviously we'll have clients who really need to take that break and in a year if that break is two and a half minutes we can bring it down but yeah yeah okay Liz it feels like a huge bonding experience such a special thing and such a special community you guys have created seriously love you all like extended family yeah Emma had the best time meeting you both and everyone it was like meeting friends I've known for years Oh, Emma was on great form. I very much enjoyed our little chats. And Liz, it's great. And her, Robin and Hannah, I thought they'd come as like a three. No, wait, it wasn't. It was. Steph. It was Steph. It was Steph, Robin, Steph, and, Robin Hannah. and Hannah. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought they'd come knowing each other. Hannah was so funny. I was messing. Hannah, I didn't get to sit and talk to at all. Like, I don't even think we, t- we said more than hello and goodbye, which I was livid about um Steph's upper body stop it such such great such great arms um Polly has a great suggestion for the Toblerone which is eat one and give two to the food bank share the love yeah um okay 
I'm just trying to find out where we are. Oh, all right, okay. Gemma, stupid question, but I'm worrying about it. What happens to the group after week eight? Do we disappear? I can't do accountability Christmas, just keen to do another round in January and onwards. That's fine. I'm going to figure out, because I think there's quite a lot of people that are doing that, how to let you guys sign up as grads. But this group will shut on, God, on Sunday. <laughs> I was like, well, wow, it's really not that much time, is there? We better sort some shit out. Uh, no, yeah, Emma- it's been full on, though. Has The last two weeks has been full. Like, I was saying to Emma before we came on, I am exhausted. <laughs> It's like, and Emma's been all over the place doing tour. It's just that, yeah, it's been it's been one of those months. Um, yeah, look, the group the group will shut. We'll just Emma, we'll just when we when we post about account uh, January round, sorry, just do a returning EC link, returning EC method this link, and then a new EC method is link, and hopefully people won't get confused. You know what's so annoying is that they do every time, and guys, it's really not that easy back end for me to find you and then move you and doing that manually takes a lot of time so like when do we people... need though do they need to sign up to the quote-unquote grads i mean what is the difference is workouts right so but then why don't you just change the workouts from just do different workouts that were in this round so then they get the new workouts anyway yeah they will but but they're only new for grads i always keep the the newbies the same Just sign up to accountability Christmas and make yeah, it. <laughs> um, I mean, that's to be fair, that's one of the incentives for staying on is that if you come back, you have to start a newbie. Yeah, we're still trying to run a business, though, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we're up to date on the live. Oh, fab. Okay. I do actually have to go in 10 minutes. I probably should have said that earlier because I have a work call that I don't want to do, but I promised my brother I would do. So I'm doing it. Okay. Quasies, 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 quasies. Where are the quasies? Beautiful. Okay. So I noticed when I was with Chloe on Friday night is that Chloe and James just sing everything. <laughs> Devoting. It's like a musical. <laughs> what was the song you were singing? She's a lady, lady, baby. She's a lady, lady, baby. I don't know why you just. Yeah, that's really catchy. She is such a lady, baby. She woke up blonde this morning overnight. I shit you not. Overnight, she went from being a redhead to a blonde. I was like, huh, you're blonde. Like, well, now we have a nanny who comes three days a week, so I can get some fucking work done. And I was like, does she look blonde today? And she was like, yeah, that's really weird don't know why okay charlotte hamilton great profile pic where her red lips match her red nails and it's very very enticing i'm following a gym workout plan oh wait hang on no this is old sorry i started i went too high okay here we go beth and owens hey sorry i'm old start lower down beth and owens hi climber been on the fence all week but i've just signed up for accountability christmas I'm struggling to get my head around how to approach this next month. I do want to keep losing fat, but I don't want to be worrying about food or Christmas and have loads of social things that are starting this week. I'm thinking I'll decide on a few untracked days or meals up front and for the rest of the December, stick to the plan. Does that sound like a good idea? Should I lower my calories on other days or will that risk yo-yoing? 
I think this approach would help me choose my indulgences and enjoy them, but avoid me having a Bailey's and my Tuesday morning coffee just because. <laughs> We've all been there. That's me going through a breakup. Um, okay, so this is a really good question. And Emma and I are going to have some content, which will be an accountability Christmas for you all that will help with this. Um, the fact that you're already thinking about it is great, but don't stress about it. Try and be as practical as you can and don't emote any of this. So you, what you want to do is accountability Christmas. Look, it's the most unideal, inideal, unideal, whatever, time of year for you guys to be calorie conscious and quote unquote dieting because so many of you are going to have a landslide of you saying this exact sentence. I have so many social events coming up. I can't manage all of them. Now, first of all, you can. If you are one of those rare clients, and Bethan, I don't think this is you, and nor should it be, but if you're one of those rare clients who's like, I'm going to diet through this period, of course you can go to a social event and still stick to your diet. I dated my husband, who was a rugby player, and went to every single Six Nations and Autumn Internationals game, the dinners after, the drinks after, stuck to my diet, got lean as fuck at the end of the month and did a photo shoot. And if I can fucking do it, love food, love alcohol, love a social boozy event, you can fucking do it. It's just about making decisions. No, I have a goal. I want to achieve X. You can do it. The majority of you don't want to fucking do that. And fair enough. Like I wouldn't do that now. Fair enough. In which case, you do have to be choosy. So you say... That day, my meals that day are going to hit, let's say, an omelette for breakfast, 300 calories with my protein. I'm going to have a chicken salad for lunch, same, same. You're going to eat. You don't starve yourself before an event because then you're going to hit the bucket bucket. When I get to the event, I will allow myself to have half a bottle of wine and the starter in the main course or, you know, five options of picking plates like we had at EC meetup. <laughs> I had five chicken cushions. It was baller. Five options of picking. So you go in, you have your indulgence, you have your wine, you have your picky food, but you go in with a plan. You go in with a compromise and you execute it. Um, and I will say this for every event, and then you maybe say that event, I'm not even going to be conscious of it because I won't have seen my uncles and aunties in two years. And I'm excited to see them and they're cooking and it's going to be a big family event. And I don't want to be even thinking about it. So that one is going to be the one that I'm not even conscious. I'm not compromising. I'm just enjoying it. And that's how we do it. The problem, the problem that the thing that we want to, we want to see it as practice or practicing this and you want to get good at it and you will. The thing that we want to avoid is every event is fuck it. I'm not going to be conscious of it. We want to avoid that. And for a lot of you, but again, not all of you, we want to avoid that every event you're really calorie conscious because that's not, that's actually going to hamper your enjoy, enjoyment of the event. So it's about striking a balance, striking a compromise. Which ones can you probably diet through? Which ones do you compromise through? Which ones do you say, no, 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 I'm going to enjoy that and have a plan and execute it and be strong. Like you, you are capable. You can do this. Yeah. I think I really think having the plan before you go in is so, so important and so useful. And it actually means that you can stop thinking about it, make the decision once and stick to it. And then all night you're not like, oh, should I have a little bit more of that? Or, oh, I'm beating myself because I did have a little bit more of that. And I'm worried about the calories in it. Like it means you can be so much more present if you do have a plan. And by the way, guys, this is absolutely doable. Even if you've got, I don't know, six big social events up until Christmas, Usually when you kind of map it out, it feels like you've got a lot on, but when you map it out, you're like, okay, well, actually that's one, maybe two meals out of my whole week. Like how many meals are you having a week? That's two meals out of that, that week. 
sure make and I agree with Chloe like make some compromises around that but certainly don't starve yourself that day because then you'll end up massively overeating when you do get there but if you have like I normally take an approach of if I've got days where I have no social eating I'll probably be on slightly lower calories and if I've got where I've got more I'll probably be on a bit more but that doesn't mean go to extremes and like stick to 800 calories on days that you don't have social meetings it might be you know like don't have if you've always been having say a couple of squares of chocolate and I don't know an extra like snack in the day or something maybe take those out for this month and then add those calories on to the more social meals that you're having it's really like picking your your indulgences and enjoying them and I would go in with some intention and I've spoken to a couple of people this week about unintentionally sailing and how actually that can be quite demotivating so like I've really been trying to lose weight but I've actually just stayed the same whereas if you'd intentionally been like do you know what I know this month's going to be quite tough or I know that there's going to be a lot of social events or I know that I'm busy at work or you know whatever it is that's going to make it harder for you to stick to a deficit if you go into that with intent and then you maintain it feels very different than if you go into that trying to lose fat and then not getting the result that you wanted so I would be realistic with your aims as well like do you want to lose fat over this period absolutely doable if you do want to do that and you can enjoy Christmas at the same time or do you want to maintain again absolutely doable or do you want to minimize your weight gain maybe normally you you blow it and you kind of put on like 10 pounds over the Christmas period but this year you want to start the new year feeling good and so you want to minimize the weight gain to two or three pounds. Fine. Like yeah. <coughs> really doesn't matter that we're here to support you for them. And that's why we're doing accountability Christmas to kind of keep you on track with those. But it doesn't mean that you have to have a specific goal, like totally up to you. But I think going in with a goal is important. Yeah. And I think just back to the calories thing on a, so on a micro scale, building up to it in the day on a more macro is too big meso. <laughs> scale um what Emma said of being like oh actually Monday to Friday I have no events but Saturday and Sunday I've got two so Monday to Friday hitting 1500 calories and then if you want to come up to say not only do you bank let's say you're on 1600 you bank 100 calories you've got 500 spare but if you also want to just come up to maintenance on the weekend you still want to track although you don't have to track but you still want to if you also want to come up to maintenance on the weekend fine that you're absolutely fine you're still going to be in a deficit throughout the course of the week now your results will slow down obviously that goes without saying but you're not relinquishing full control over your diet choices your body and going backwards which is what we want to avoid um and also so just another anecdotal tip what i used to do if i did have photo shoots like it's been it's been so long now it's been nearly three years since i've, I've had to even think about any of this but what I used to do was I would be really great until Christmas Eve. Like I would train in Christmas Eve. I would, my diet would be on point and I would, I would diet through all the soap, quote unquote, social events. Like I didn't care. I had a goal. I was like, I don't fucking care. I'll go, but I'm going to diet. Christmas Eve, all my family would get to wherever we were. Um, and that's when I would completely just be like, whatever, I'm going to see everyone. I'm going to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Same re Christmas day, boxing day up early, go for a training session back on it. And, you know, that's another thing of like, it's one thing to say that day or for that weekend, I'm going to let go. It's my anniversary weekend. It's Christmas weekend, whatever. 
what we want to avoid is you doing that every day of December because that's where you get into trouble. It's fine to come away from dieting and whatever for a day or two. You won't really undo any of your hard work. Like I said, you know, are you really in a in a deficit over the course of the week? Keep that in mind. But if week after week after week after week, you're blowing it. Well, yeah, no, it's not going to work. I like that idea of like being consistent up to Christmas Eve and then just letting like, and I wouldn't say... Some people can misinterpret this into like letting go and eating everything you could possibly see. Yeah. No, no, just taking the pressure off. Letting go. To satiety and still being like, no, actually, I think I'm full now. Maybe in an hour I'll I'll have a mince pie or whatever it is. But at the moment, like I'm done. Not feeling like this is the only time where I'll get to eat this food. Like that's the problem with things like cheat days because it just turns into binge eating. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I do like that idea. Um, right, I'll whiz through these so I know you have to go. Debbie's yeah. just saying, love this advice. Um, Gemma's just saying, oh, sod it, I'm signing up for Accountability Christmas. Woo! Um, Ollie's saying, I have one criticism of the meetup is watching back the push-up video of um, and of me and M is clearly... Wait, of me and M is Chloe cheering on Emma to beat me? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> sorry guys I would have been doing that regardless of who I love how Emma though was just like toying with it she was just like I've been, I've been doing this like every day for the last 10 years this well, is my this was, uh, Ollie you were amazing Emma's a machine you can't be expected to go up against that um it just means I need to train harder for the next meetup. I fully expect Ollie to come having only done push-ups for like a year and then just absolutely school me um okay Claire Hi girls, I'm really going to try and be good with nutrition as got a, a really has got a real boost from the meetup. Oh yay! Uh, really glad I made the effort to come. Very inspiring. Oh, that's exactly what we wanted. Well done. Okay, Carrie, I'm pretty excited about choosing my indulgences and following a puck yes philosophy this Christmas season. Makes yeah. it way more enjoyable. I think that's so underrated. It is way more enjoyable. And people create these like straw man arguments that it's yeah. like oh, either oh well what you're gonna over restrict over the christmas tree no i'm gonna choose what i want and actually enjoy it instead of eating everything and feeling like crap but sure um excited about mince pies but want it to be a ritualistic thing not eat the whole box in two days and cry exactly keep that novelty factor a la the toblerone situation it's a novelty it's fun it's enjoyable it's not when you're seven minutes i mean mince pies are vile i can't yeah i don't actually understand mince pies but sure okay Kanchan, looking forward to being being a sandwich again this christmas period do you get that no looking forward to being a sandwich again this christmas period i don't understand <laughs> We're confused, Ken Shank, clear up. Alison, I've already planned to have just a two-course Christmas meal. Um, there was no puck yes on the menus, so I'm not having desserts. Love that approach. I'm Love also five and not drink for those occasions. Perfect. Um excellent advice. I'm going to plan each event upfront and plan accordingly, and I'm going to take out my empty calorie snacks on non-social days also going to really make sure I stay active thanks guys perfect Bethan 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 Bethanual <laughs> Bethanual for now 
<laughs> right, okay. Uh, struggling with having so many leftovers post Thanksgiving, gave away as much as I could and I don't want to waste. Was on track yesterday, but then cornbread. Ah, oh, cornbread. Don't like it. Ah. Oh. Oh, okay. I love that you can't remember your own analogies. Kerry and Cantran are just saying the sandwich approach that you came up with last year. Do you remember that? Yeah, go for it. Like, stick to everything. Have your mini break in the middle, your meat. Yeah. And then, and then, again, and then go for it again. Oh, I love that. Well done, guys. Well done. I, I lost my memory when I got pregnant. My hippocampus is not performing. I listened to a whole podcast on it. It's a real thing. Thing. yeah okay guys awesome live okay love you gotta go love you bye bye